It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. everyone. This is Saturday, December 10th, 2016, and welcome to episode number 32 of the WCWUS Radio Network's weekly review show, WCWUS Power Hour. This is Mr. WCWUS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. Uh, looks like I'll be flying a little bit solo here today. Uh, uh, normally, some of our folks who uh, partner with me on, the show, on this show uh, I have been under the weather and, of course, have other obligations. They're, of course, being, of course, T and W O George Smith, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the fight with them, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Uh, so they may not be able to join us here today, but, of course, that, that's quite all right. Uh, we'll, um, <clears throat> we'll do a, uh, like I said, it may not be a full hour here today, ladies and gentlemen, but, of course, we're going to bring you, try to fulfill it as best as we possibly can. Of course, we'll run down all of our, all of our shows uh, here this week here in the WWS Radio Network. And then, of course, we'll be running down all of our stats. 
for, of course, uh, court, the number of downloads according to uh, TalkShoe.com as well, uh, and I'll give my thoughts and opinions about each and every uh, each and every broadcast. And I was not part of all of them. I will let you know about uh, about what took place here at each show. If you want to chime in on anything we had to talk about here today on Power Hour, please feel free to give us a call here. Of course, as always, it is one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one four one three six four pound, and definitely press that one if you want to chime in on anything that we have to talk about here in the in in like I said the for the lineup of the WSWS Radio Network. Uh, we would be glad to hear what you have to say here <clears throat> on our show here today. So let's not waste any time here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's dive right on into it. Starting, of course, from this past Sunday, where we had, of course. <clears throat> Um, our special edition of the Mothership Broadcast, WWS Revolution, where we talked about, of course, WWE TLC 2016. Myself and King and W.O. Smith did take care of that broadcast, uh, ran down all the matches <clears throat> that took place. Uh, of course, we did, uh, we did notice that there was a match added to the six already lined up for TLC, of course, including the TLC match with the world title between AJ Styles and Dean Ambrose to the tables match with the women's title, Becky Lynch defending against Alexa Bliss, the chairs match between Kalisto and Baron Corbin. Uh, let's see, also there was, of course, that one added was a 10-man tag for the pre-show, uh, <clears throat> as well as, of course, the tag team title match pitting the team of Heath and Rhino versus uh the Wyatt family represented by Orton and Bray Wyatt. Um, of course, uh, no DQ with Nikki Bella and Carmella as well. Uh, I do believe that was the full lineup of the uh, the full lineup of the show for TLC. But uh, let's see. And, and uh, but anyway, like I said, nonetheless, uh, of course, uh, we gave our thoughts and opinions on each show. Uh, pretty much, uh, of course, run down the predictions made by the Ice Man, Jared DiGeronimo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the week prior. Uh, and of course, knowing there was like several different several differences, uh, and even on King and W O had a pretty surprising uh, thought about an outcome that could that possibly would have happened during the world title match, and sure enough, it did. So, <clears throat> uh, so uh, we'll, uh, but like I said, it was a great show. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, every Sunday that there is a WWE pay-per-view, we, of course, are not too far behind at 5 o'clock with a prediction show for that for, for whatever the pay-per-view will be on that particular day. And, therefore, we always also preempt the TNA main event in the process. Uh, so uh, be sure to join us here. Where our next one will actually be, I will go ahead and throw that out on December the 18th at five o'clock, where we will, of course, be talking about and predict, make, predict, making predictions on all the matches for WWE Roadblock, which this time it will be a Raw pay-per-view. So some of the superstars in Monday Night Raw will be shining during this uh, during this epic pay-per-view, and we will be throwing out our throwing our thoughts and opinions out on that show on December the 18th at 5 p.m. Of course, call ID for Revolution is 138055 pound. 
Next up, ladies and gentlemen, of course, is our Monday afternoon tradition, WWS Raw Radio, where, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, uh, J.D.'s friend, uh, Fozzie, and myself. I stayed primarily, most, primarily through the chat box on Monday afternoon. <coughs> but, um, but, of course, there's a big-time discussion here. Uh, some wrestling news and views was brought to the table. Uh, John did bring some wrestling history and birthdays from the previous weekend, and also uh, <clears throat> from this past from uh, this past Monday. Uh, we also, uh, of course, give our thoughts and opinions uh, about what was the best match and the worst match from TLC. Uh, then, of course, we gave our uh, raw ratings and predictions for for <clears throat> uh, for this past Monday night's raw show. Which some of some of us actually almost came up right right on it, but uh, uh, it was uh, truly a very unique uh, a very unique show. Um, and of course, while radio, you can catch everybody in the afternoon from three to five. I said, join uh, Gerard, JD, John, and the rest of the gang right there as a preview Monday Night Raw, as well as of course give their thoughts and predictions on other wrestling stories making the rounds. Uh, hopefully, also one thing that we did not get to do was, of course, once again, that we've been playing a trivia contest for quite some time involving our own Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. But, of course, Michelle has been under the weather here for quite some time. Hopefully, we'll be, have her back on here soon. Uh, she, is, uh, she has, uh, like I said, been it's, been it's been very serious under the weather, too. So, uh, But we were still, we still send our thoughts and wishes out to the Black Widow and hope that she will get better. And, of course, Raw Radio, like I said, is every Monday afternoon from 3 to 5. Right here on TalkShoe.com, that call ID is 138-744-POUND. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, is our Double Dose Part 2. As we, of course, uh, make making this return after being on on a different day uh, the week prior, we had, of course, had, of course 37 U.S. Wrestling Revisited. Uh, the uh, King and W.O. and the Iceman did bring you a moment in pro wrestling history. Uh, <clears throat> uh, talk, talking about a special moment, I'm not 100% sure uh, what the moment was, I, I was told about it, but uh, it was the other, it was several days ago. I did not get an opportunity to to double check on it, see what the moment was. Uh, but um, <clears throat> but of course, like I said, wrestling revisited. Of course, the TNWO and the Iceman bring that to you every Tuesday night from seven to eight, right here on TalkShoe.com. That call ID is. <clears throat> That call ID is 139926 pound. Uh, next up here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the Tuesday evening tradition, the Tuesday edition of the one and only Mothership Broadcast Revolution. Uh, of course, our second our second revolution of the week so far. Um, and as of course, we brought, did bring here to the table uh, the rest of news and views of the day, courtesy of our own King Ice. Uh, <clears throat> the Human Suplex Machine did bring us some wrestling history and birthdays for for this past Tuesday, uh, we did give a big, big, uh, uh, our some big time thoughts and opinions on this, this past Monday night's Raw. Of course, all of this leading up towards road, Roadblock on December the 18th. Uh, they are really, they are really kind of hyping up things going in towards this pay per view and all that. So that way, they want to make sure they guarantee. I mean, both Raw and SmackDown have been doing this ever since the brand split during the summer. Um, it's really it's really gone head to head, and 
Uh, we can't wait to see what else happens here, what's, what, what else takes place. But, uh, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, if you receive this one second, I have to take care of one thing. I will be right back to this music. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, this is Power Hour, uh, 1724-444-7444. <clears throat> we have to, uh, I think we'll be now going to take this a little bit mobile here. Uh, so uh, we will continue discussion, and, and the show will be a little bit longer than anticipated. So, uh <clears throat> Stand by here, and we will be going here in just a few moments. Joan, I'll be right back.
And forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we'll be taking this thing mobile. Extended out a little bit as best as I possibly can. 
Uh, let's go ahead and finish up here. Of course, as, as we talked about here, um, like I said, Revolution this past Tuesday night. Uh, we talked about, like I said, how um, WWE Monday Night Raw, uh, of course, like I said, shaping up here, of course, uh, for, for its superstar, like I said, for their matchups, respective matchups coming up at WWE Roadblock uh, Sunday, December 18th, the Sunday before Christmas. Uh, it will be a very interesting pay-per-view, <clears throat> uh, but, uh, but of course, like I said, Monday, Monday Night Raw is leading up to here, not that many left to go. It will be a very unique show here, to say the least. And, of course, like I said, you can catch, you can catch of course, like I said, Revolution, the Tuesday edition, 138055 pound from 9 to 11 p.m. Next up here, ladies and gentlemen, is our... <clears throat> is our triple threat Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. We went back in full force on this. Of course, this past Wednesday was uh, kind of a somber anniversary, if you, if you will, as, of course, as we started out WWS Outside the Ropes. Uh, of course, it was, I believe, episode number 30 of, of Outside the Ropes. But we started it with respect. We started it with honor. We started it with uh, remembrance, if you will. Um, and, of course, of course, this past Wednesday was December the 7th, and of course, a lot, of, a lot of those who served in our military, and of course, a lot of those who, a lot, of, a lot of those, like I said, who have read history throughout the years know that December 7th, uh, 75 years ago, in 1941, <clears throat> was when, of course, the Japanese attacked our United States naval base at Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. Uh, of course, a lot of people, a lot of soldiers lost their lives. Uh, lots, a lot of lives were lost on that day, and that actually is myself and the Iceman Jared DiGiromo did speak about this on Friday, on uh, Wednesday after Wednesday evening. We did say, of course, that this was, of course, <clears throat> that this was the, the exact moment that forced the United States hand and and jumped us into World War II. So, like I said, we as a as a solemn as a reminder as a, an honor of remembrance that they, their lives did not go down and that they did not die in vain. We, of course, for our old group, played the song "Some Gave, Some Gave All" by, of course, Billy Ray Cyrus, was well known for the song "Icky Breaky Heart." But uh, of course, Billy Ray is also a very a very patriotic man as well, from what I've heard in recent memory. Um, and of course, the song "Some Gave All." Of course, uh, uh, <clears throat> was a, a fitting tribute. But then, of course, right in the, also in the beginning of our of our uh, of our broadcast Wednesday night, we I had also decided I had also brought into the table myself and JD had a moment of silence for. Every, all those lost throughout the years, not just in Pearl Harbor, but of course throughout th- throughout history. And you know, World War One, World War Two, Korea, Vietnam. Um, of course, all the way up to the most recent tragedies that is out there. Uh, of course, one in particular, obviously, from the whole Oklahoma City bombing to, of course, 9/11 itself. Uh, so what we did was we we played, uh, of course, taps. Uh, of course, the what was normally played during uh, during a during a remembrance of a fallen soldier. 
that this was to remember all the fallen soldiers and to show respect for those who we did, who did, you know, who did make the ultimate sacrifice, and of course those who were able to come back, you know, uh, you know, they, you know, they saw a whole lot of there, you know, from everywhere that was affected by war. Uh, but, uh, but, um, but like I said, I mean, especially like I mentioned before, you know, J.D. did mention he had family that served in the military. Uh, he had grandfathers and father that served in, that served in everything from World War One to World War Two, the Vietnam, and of course I had two grandfathers that served once during World War II where he served under General George S. Patton himself. And, <clears throat> and of course, my father, who's still living today, uh, you know, who served, he served at least one tour of duty in Vietnam. So, I mean, I I have heard many, many, many war stories. So, but it was a stop, it was a, it was a fitting tribute uh, I saw on a very somber day uh, so many, 75 years, it's hard to imagine that place, you know, that, that, that that moment took place in me. But uh, anyway, well, we, went right, we went right on, ladies and gentlemen, with uh, Outside the Ropes, as of course we read down a few stories, courtesy of friends of the Iceman at 411 Mania. Um, not a whole lot to report. So we had a bunch of stuff here to take care of. Of course, J.D. did bring us a few stories, uh, of course, along the, along the same lines of them, the box office report to some sports stories. Uh, also, I read a few things that was trending on uh, on Facebook as well. Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot was trending, but nonetheless, I mean, it was uh, there were some interesting moments there, to say the least. Kind of surprising, though, as well. Uh that of course <clears throat> you can always catch outside the ropes every Wednesday night from uh, from 6:30 to 7:30 p.m. where we do where we tackle all the pop culture headlines of the day. That call ID is 141-387 pound. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <clears throat> uh, King and WO and the Ice Man did bring you an episode of WWS Wrestling Debate. But he debated about uh, moments taking place <clears throat> in in pro in pro wrestling, and there was a your graphic was a very unique show. But be sure to catch it once again Wednesday night at eight o'clock. Call ID one three nine nine two five pound. Ladies and gentlemen, please excuse me for just one second. I will be right back.
Okay. And how long will you be? Probably an hour. Right, give me a copy at home. Uh, thank you for the break there, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm back here with WWS Power Hour, where we are mobile, ladies and gentlemen, 1724-444-7444, call ID 141-364-POUND. Uh, <clears throat> as we, of course, continue to run down the lineup of all of our shows that we have done here over the past week of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. I am, of course, once again, Mr. WWS, Chan Henshaw. Back on the line here with you. <clears throat> and we continue forward with <clears throat> we continue forward with uh like I said, a uh, uh with uh with, with of course like I said our triple threat Wednesday. Uh of course outside the ropes and uh wrestling debate. But now we of course go come to the Wednesday edition of WWS Revolution. Uh, where myself, I believe it was myself, J.D. and the Iceman, uh, uh, brought you, like I said, once again, our wrestling news and views here of the, of the day. <clears throat> Plus, U.S. Press Machine John Gross did bring you our wrestling histories of, of that day as well. Some very unique pieces of wrestling history there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, also, <clears throat> also, of course, it was uh, a little bit more extended. Uh, Revolution because we did actually talk about Sunday's TLC pay-per-view and, and full extent. Uh, J.D. and John did have a lot to say uh, about this. Uh, of course, uh, Gerard actually did hit the nail on the head on, uh, of course, the on, on a couple of outcomes here. Uh, he predicted, of course, that the women's title the women's title would change hands and go over to Alexa Bliss, and that did take place. So that was really the only big time change in that. Uh, other than that, of course, other than that, the only other one was the obvious outcome of the WWE World Title match, which was TLC, which took place between uh, <clears throat> uh, AJ Styles and Dean Ambrose, where uh, we thought that uh, Ambrose's uh, good, uh, little friend there, James Ellsworth, who a lot of people have actually thought him to be quite annoying, uh, was was going to come out and help Ambrose win the belt. But apparently uh, Ellsworth had other plans, and Ellsworth kind of cost Ambrose the, the championship, and, of course, AJ Styles did retain. Uh, they, of course, had a lot to say after the pay-per-view, saying that he was getting, that Shane Man had told him that he, had a, that he would have a match Following that this past Tuesday night on SmackDown Live against AJ for the WWE World Title, where of course we did find determined later on that that did not happen because AJ suffered an, in, uh, an ankle injury at TLC. Overall, I said TLC was a great pay per view. Uh, there was a lot of things. I mean, pretty much everything that we predicted happened. Um, everyone did say, of course, that the, that the Wyatt family. Uh, would win the tag team titles and the SmackDown tag belts, and they did. Uh, and we'll be more about that here momentarily. Uh, of course, we did uh, <clears throat> also predict that, uh, uh, let me see here, yes, 
that Baron Corbin would win over Kalisto, uh, that Nikki Bella would win in the, in the no DQ against Carmella. But of course, a little bit of an, a little bit of, a, of what we've been believing all along to be an expected twist. And that then that twist was about that Carmella actually uh, after the match, Carmella said to uh, Nikki Bella that Nikki, that uh, I was not the one that attacked you at Survivor Series. That you know, so everyone remembers Nikki Bella was Seth the captain, the women's Survivor, SmackDown Survivor Series team against Team Raw. But instead, some she was was mysteriously uh, attacked by someone. Prior to the match, uh, and that moved and that moved Natalia up from being the coach on the outside to being the captain wrestling on the inside. Natalia had lobbied to be the Survivor Series Women's Team, the SmackDown Survivor Series Team captain, but they had chosen to ask Nikki Bella to do it instead, uh, and. So the main body of a lot of people have been all have been speculating since Survivor Series who would be who would who would be who would gain most by by attacking Nikki Bella. And sure enough it, sure enough uh, Carmella brought it out there and you know, told Nikki Bella straightforward in my personal opinion that Natalia was the one that attacked her. So I mean, so we don't know if this is going to be leading to something towards Nikki Bella, towards Nikki Bella between Nikki Bella and Natalia. I know we're not sure yet, but all we know is <clears throat> that ma- that is going to be a very that is going to be a very unique match, and an encounter here. Whenever that does happen, maybe we. we we expect that to happen here at some point. We don't know when, but obviously it will. Uh, it could happen maybe at the Royal Rumble. Who knows? But we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, of course, uh, as we did mention before, that uh, uh, Ellsworth, um, because of the fact he attacked Ambrose and cost, uh, cost him the opportunity to be, to be the next WWE World Champion, uh, what we said was that the, the show after TLC on Sunday, he said that he that he was told by Shane McMahon that he would have a world title match on SmackDown Live this this past Tuesday. Well, as we did hear, that uh, the matches was as far as we know did not take place because of <clears throat> because of like because like I said of, of AJ Styles' ankle injury. Because of course he showed a pic, there was a picture shown. First, it was a story on 411 Mania. So, therefore, I, we did we did find out that Ambrose was given a shot at the Miz for the Intercontinental title. And once again, Ellsworth stuck his nose in that that match, kind of helping the Miz retain the Intercontinental title. As opposed, of course, not with Maurice or the Spirit Squad, you know, getting, getting their hands involved in it out too. So all in all, like I said, it was a that was like I said it was a good SmackDown show and all that. We spent most of the night talking about it. And of course Wednesday edition of Revolution is of course <clears throat> uh every Wednesday night nine to eleven as always one three eight zero five five pound. Ladies and gentlemen, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one 
pound. Mr. WS Chad Henshaw here for Saturday, December the 10th, 2016, with episode number third, <clears throat> number 32 of WS Power Hour. Uh, I will be uh, right back. Stand by. We'll be right back on with you. And I'm still outside here, ladies and gentlemen, of the WWUS studio. And we'll continue forward here with episode 32 of Power Hour. 141-364-POUND. 1724-444-7444. As we move on to the Double Dose Part 2. For uh, first off, like I said, we did not get an episode in, unfortunately, of Top Heel Inc. <clears throat> uh, hopefully next week we'll be, we'll be getting that episode in as well. Stand by, ladies and We continue forward, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Sorry for the little big run around there, but we not took care of matters. Like I said, we'll hopefully get an episode in of WWS, I mean, of Top Hill Inc. Uh, next Thursday night from 7 8. Call ID 140 562 pound. 
Uh, coming up, like I said, in your religion, we also, of course, had the second installment of the radio network, <coughs> uh, NWO Wolfpack. And, of course, uh, it was kind of a, kind of a quiet one. Uh, the Iceman, Jerry Jawama, uh, had, unfortunately, was out due to us uh, being under the weather. He had a very severe cold. Uh, he threw uh, it after it to be earlier in, earlier in the day. So it was primarily myself and the human super machine, John Gross, overseeing things. Of course, I did read a number of uh, wrestling stories, courtesy of 411 Mania. Uh, of course, talking about everything from uh, the ratings for Total Bellas and TMA. <clears throat> uh, but but uh, um, let me see. Also, let me see what else. Uh, some uh, some other wrestling stores that made that made the play, uh, and ladies and gentlemen, I think we do have someone coming on the line here for us here for the last little while of Power Hour, uh, and it is of course ah yes sir it is the main man himself, the mainstay of the radio network and the CEO of WWUS. Uh, 2014 WWS Hall of Famer, <clears throat> uh, of course, uh, the one and the only king in WOGTS, Gerard T. Smith, has made it on here with us this afternoon to come give us a hand. Gerard, welcome to number 32 of Power Hour. Chadwick, how the <laughs> hell are you? Well, my man, uh, we did have a big time experience here a few moments ago. We actually took the show mobile. Uh, I had to run out for a few minutes, <laughs> and you will hear a bunch of stuff when after the show gets done recording. Awesome. So you'll, yeah, but I, of course, did it primarily from my car, um, and out, so while I was outside taking care of a couple other things, uh, but that's... Multitasker, I'm eh, Chadwick? That's awesome. I said you're what a is? multitasker. Well, I guess I was used to it. I, I did it a long time ago, so I guess it came back to me. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, we were just running down uh, the show, the, the shows for the week. Just got done talking about uh, Wolfpack, of course, with the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, coming on the line here for a few, for a few minutes, just me and him talking about a bunch of different things, including, of course, running down a few little wrestling extras in the form of some of these birthday scenario games that they come out with. So, NWO Wolfpack, of course, real good. Uh, Join us again next Thursday night from... Nine to eleven, one three eight five two one pound. Uh, next up was Double Dose Part Three. Uh, of course, we didn't get the Women's Revolution in. We hope to get one in there soon. That call ID is one three nine nine two seven pound on that. Uh, now here we go. Here, and of course, our main man here was with us here last night for the Friday edition of Revolution. Uh, of course, myself, Kicking uh, W.O. and the Iceman, the Human Suplex Machine, or as we start calling our, us for, the WWUS Click. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, and, of course, Gerard and J.D. did bring you the rest of the news and news of the day, some very interesting stories, to say the least. Uh, uh, of course, a lot of it had to do, Gerard, with Paige and Alberto Del Rio, uh, you know, being back up here in the wrestling spotlight here lately. I think she's going to get future endeavored. And I think she, so. And, and if she keeps getting on Twitter and advertising everything, she's going to be, uh, well, she's already on, this is her second suspension, so. Mm-hmm. Um, you never know, man. She's, like I said, you know, this all this we blown up in her face here pretty darn soon. So, um, of course, being involved with, you know, Del Rio, he's not, he's, or of course, as he's calling himself, Alberto El Patron, I guess is what he's calling himself. He can't, he can't call himself Alberto Del Rio. That's right, WWE's trademark, right. WWE owns it, so he has to call himself wherever else he goes. He was in Lucha for a year, he calls himself that. Right. Um, no, his real last name, I think Rodriguez or something, or something, Hernandez or something, is one of those. Hernandez, I think, I think. I'm, I'm not too sure. Okay, I think that's his real. I thought I heard something about. Anyway, <clears throat> I was getting get ready to say also Mil Mascaras' nephew. <laughs> I don't. Technically, he is. But he, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Did he put him uh, in the Hall of Fame? Didn't he? He did. He put Mil Mascaras in the Hall of Fame. That's right. Um, because he said, "Well, this is not, I'm not talking about my sister. I'm talking about my uncle, Mil, the real Mil Mascaras." Yes. Yeah, that's always the way it's found. But um, I was beginning to start calling him that, but uh, I guess I just started to start calling him Alberto because, I mean, you can't call him certain things because either WWE or Lucha or any of them <clears throat> owns the rights to him, so you can't call him that anymore. Oh, he, you can call him El Patron. He owns that, I think, because he uses that in Mexico. Oh, he, oh, he you call him Alberto El Patron. Okay. Okay, but I'll call him, I'll call him Patron then. There you go. Uh, but yeah, tequila. Huh? Patron tequila, isn't it? I guess. I think it is. I've looked at it. I think it is. But um, but of course, lost stories. Gerard and JD did pop along here last night. Were pertaining to that couple. Um, bunch of other stories. Uh, of course, we start start talking a little bit about Roadblock coming up on the 18th. Uh, some. Uh, oh, some, some, I don't know. If- Guys, uh, I wasn't on, but uh, you probably talked about it. Mickey James signed on. She's going to SmackDown. Oh, that's right. I heard that WWE actually has a. She signed a three-year deal with WWE. I think I reported that on Thursday, but I didn't know where exactly where she was going to next. She's going. She's going to SmackDown. She is going to come back on the main roster. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, I don't uh, know. I'd have her down there working with the youngies. The, the, well, youngies, sorry. The youngsters. They just signed three or uh, four new women down in NXT from the Indies. Is that right? Well, I tell you, they're snatching them up big time from those independent circuits. I mean, it's hard for the, I guess it's hard for the Indies to get a lot of these, uh, you know, get a lot of these names, you know, if if all of a sudden WWE and TNA and all them are watching it and trying to, uh, trying to sign them up. So. Might as well snatch them up, right? All right, there you go. Hey, see, if they got potential, why not? Give them a shot. Give them a but, shot. Uh, so. The NXT roster for women is packed, man. Yes. You know what they were saying? They were saying, I don't know if this will be true or not, but uh, they they might have a, you know, like a cruiserweight 
Remember how they did the Cruiserweight Classic? Yes, yes. They might have a female one. A female version of the Cruiserweight Classic. Maybe, maybe. It might be in the works. Don't quote me on it, because if it doesn't happen, well... Well, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, um, Because of all these women, they could have a uh, 16-person woman's NXT thing. That'd be great. I, I see it. I love to watch it. Uh, what would you consider, you know, now this TNA's doing this, I don't know why, and better than he hadn't done it in, in years. I don't know why in the world they wouldn't come up with a women's tag team division. Well, they were talking about it, and you know what? <clears throat> they should almost maybe do it, start it in TNA, or TNA, sorry, NXT. They should start it in there and see how it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you bring up some of these girls, like Eskua... Um, well, I imagine she'll be coming up soon because she's been down there for a full year. She's been champion. She's never been beat. I like yeah. to see the girl who beats her. I would too. I mean, oh, I don't know. Uh, sorry, I'm kind of getting off topic here, but uh, that's okay. That's right. It's it's wrestling, so uh, mm-hmm. it's not football. <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, I don't know if you don't watch NXT, right? I try to. If I do, I might be I might catch it on YouTube. Might be the best shot for me. Well, but I mean, I've read about. I don't know it. if you guys reported it, it, but uh, like uh, you know, uh, Sanity with Eric Young. Mhm, mhm, mhm. You know the big guy off of that. He he went down in an injury, so he's out of the he's out of the Sanity now. Mhm. Right. Well, Wednesday night, there's big guy. His name is Big Damo. Google him. He's from Ireland, and he was trained by Finn Balor. Well, isn't he a monster? Ooh. I'll have to look at that. Big, big, what's his name? Big what? Big Damo? D-A-M-O. Yeah, Google him, and uh, he's a friggin' beast. You think uh, he he's not like all muscle, but he's just big as a... I don't know. He's, he's huge. He's from Ireland. He's an Ir- an Irish boy, and he looked up to oh, Finn. Yeah. Oh, eh? And he was trained by Finn Balor. So he was trained by Damien. Oh, okay, so his real, his real name is Damien Mackle. Hmm. If you look on his Wikipedia page, it says who he was trained by. He was trained by two other guys. I don't. I never heard of them, but Finn Balor popped up. Yeah, I've got it right here. Uh. He was born in Belfast, and he's 31. Man, he looks, he looks. What's his height? He got him at 6'4", got him at 322 pounds. Oh, he looks bigger than 6'4". He's 325 pounds? 322, I mean, yeah. That's what, that's what I have. He's a, I'm if you look at his Google pictures, uh, if you just, like, go back and Google all his images, wow, he's a big boy. <laughs> He is. Uh, I just saw a picture. He actually reminds me. I got to tell you the truth, and I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to put. I'm trying to put two guys together. In recent You're gonna memory, say I Big had, John Stud, one of them. I bet, yeah. Well, one of them. Yeah, he's got the muscle mass. He's got. He's got the. He's got the, the broad arms and chest of Big John Stud. Yeah, but Who's another the other one. Guy? He like Rusev. Yeah. Yeah. The, he got the chest and arms of Rusev, but I'm talking about the. He got like the, the the hair. He kind of reminds me of Bray Wyatt. 
That's who I thought you were going to say. I was going to say Big John Studd and Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's, it's all those. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's all those because. And that's what I mean. Um, this is what WWE is doing. They're going around signing uh, people from Japan and Ireland and Scotland and giving them a shot, like <clears throat> on NXT plus the cruiserweight division, because a lot of those guys, like Jack Gallagher or Gallagher or whatever his name is, he's from England. Uh, Noam Dar. They gave. Uh, um, some Ali guy, and they gave Davari's brother a shot, and he's from like Pakistan, and so they're getting shot all around the world. Yeah, they did. Um, one, let me see. There was something. There was one other thing I was going to. Uh, oh gosh, there was something else I was going to. Sorry to throw you off there, but oh no, no, that's okay. No, that, because this is a real good discussion here. Real good discussion here. Uh, we'll extend it. We'll, we'll extend power hour a little bit here, and that's for a good discussion. Um, uh, also, I mentioned I said to Jerry they brought him back for, but I mean, oh, he's coming back. I think. Uh, oh no, maybe he he already did the. I think he was supposed to be in Japan. Or remember when they did that NXT uh, in Osaka, Japan, or whatever. Osaka, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he appeared there. He was supposed to, but I didn't hear anything if he did. I haven't heard either. I mean, the last I've heard that he was in the Cruiserweight Classic, and that was the... And, of course, him and Brian Kendrick were like the two veterans of all these guys that participated in the Classic. And, they uh, should bring him back for the 205 Live. Yeah. Yeah, I know this might be way, way past his time and all, but I'll tell you one other guy, just on my personal opinion, who I would like to see. It may never happen, and and I mean, but of course, I just think WWE anything can happen possibly, you know. But there's one guy I've often thought of. And you might you might know who I'm might be talking about here, but I'm gonna go ahead and name him anyway. Taka Mishinoku. I mean, yeah, Taka yeah, well, blows he, this out of the water, works. man. I mean, huh? If Taka would blow all this out of the water, I mean, first light heavyweight champion that WWE ever had. Well, he does announcing for the pay-per-views under the Japan announcers. Yeah, but I mean, does he, does he still wrestle some though? You're, I mean, have you uh, heard? I, not to I, I think uh, like last year he wrestled in Japan or whatever. But mm-hmm. but uh, I would love to see him make. I would I would love to see him do this 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 cruiserweight classic they had that he would have he would have been great. At that yeah. he would have matched it that big time, but I mean, Tajiri's not. I'm not taking anything away from Tajiri. Tajiri is. I'm a big. I'm a big fan of Tajiri. I am too. I mean, I'm not. I've often called him. You and JD have heard me say this. A modern day Muda because he does the same thing Muda does with the green mist. Yeah. I thought that was really You know what? Got, this is like really off. But how the heck does like I think it was Muda. It was uh, Tajiri. Who was who the other guy? Was it Quan or something? They used to spit out mist. The one, other than Muda and Tajiri, I never heard anybody else that did that. Was, was there somebody else that did it? Well, wasn't Quan, well, no, wasn't it, 
was his name Quan? He was he wore a mask for WWE or WWF. I thought was it Quan? His name was maybe it's just the wrong oh, name. Oh no no no! I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about Killer Khan. That's who you're talking about. Oh okay okay. Yes he did. Yes he did. Yeah yeah he did. Yeah but but that wasn't the point I was trying to make. The point I was trying to make. I don't know if Muda did it. Muda did it. I don't know if if Tajiri did. They used to spit out two different colors. They used to spit out red and green sometimes at the same time. Like, no, well, not at the same time, but, like, they'll spit red and then spit green. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's only, like, a capsule. But they didn't seem like they put anything in their mouth unless they were holding it in their mouth the whole time. Right. That takes practice to do that, though. I have to admit that. Um, but I will tell you, particularly about mood, I don't know if you remember this or not, George. Let me ask, let me ask your opinion here. This was back in the 90s when WCW and um, I think it was New Japan did their, I think it was their super show or something. It was like early 90s, I think. Sting wrestled, actually teamed up with Muda to take on the Steiners. It was over there in Japan. He actually one time, you talk about different colors, he actually one time did blue. Really? Over in Japan, yeah. I think he did blue. Well, he was wearing blue. He was wearing blue tights. Oh, I guess okay. But he was, but he had blue face paint. It said sometimes he wrestled without it, the face paint. It said sometimes he used to wrestle without the face paint. Which well, was then he, and then he, when he when he went to, I don't know if he was doing. I think he did it in Japan. He did it in TNA. He wore this wicked mask. So he got away from the face paint. But uh, well, I remember when he was in NWO, he used to have the face paint, and he was he was awesome. Um, yeah, because he, he had an awesome career. Uh, I think he probably still wrestles, maybe like once in a while over in Japan. Uh, um, last time I saw him, uh, uh, let me see here. Let me. I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind going and saying this a little bit because the only thing I have left to talk about is. Um, is um of course the stats and that's pretty much all I have to do here. Uh yeah, but we're having right. a great wrestling discussion. Yes we are. Ooh, boy, let me tell you something. You thought he looked wicked back in the day with a black hair. Dude, he's bald now. Oh. How old is he? he? Is, like forty six? He is born in sixty two. So uh so no, actually he will be on the 23rd of this month. So he will be, actually he'll be, uh, no, he'll be, um, 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 let's see. Give me a second here. My math is sometimes slow. Uh, No, he'll be 54. No way. He'll be 54 freaking years old on September 23rd. He was born 1962, Gerard. He's 53 that right guy, now. well, well I seen him in TNA. He looks tip top shape, man. Oh yeah, I mean he he was showing us here now, and he is. It doesn't. He's not retired. He's still wrestling. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be another day. Fifty-three. You are fifty-three years old. And he's going through a ton of ring names. Huh. What? He's going to do a ton of ring names. Really? Other than Muda, yeah. Ooh. Bach, Muto, 
the Black Ninja, the Great Moda, the Great Muda, uh, his real name, Keji Muta, Kokushi, Kokushi Muso, the Space Lone Wolf, the Super Black Ninja, the Super Ninja, Viet Cong Ming, and the White Ninja. Wow. And he was trained, uh, he was one of those that was trained by Matsuda as well. Also, Antonio Inoki trained him. Wow. He had been wrestling since, let me see, let me look at my, let me look at the year here. Uh, he has been wrestling for, and Gerard is going to blow your mind. He's still wrestling today. Does not say anything about him reti- as retired, um, that he has retired yet. Uh, but he has been wrestling since, and this actually this past October celebrated this anniversary. It was, give me a second. He's been wrestling for 32 years, Gerard, and he's still wrestling. Wow. 32 freaking years. <laughs> it, it almost sounds like Terry Funk, because he wrestled for, well, I imagine he wrestled for th- over 30 years as well. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I think he's finally retired, I think, because he was going on a, he was almost like Cher. He went on the farewell tour forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he suffered some, uh, um, uh, Terry Funk had some uh, things as well. Uh, um, that was a heart attack or something they said he had, they thought that he had, I think. But, uh, oh, he was a tough bird, man. He was a tough SOB. Yes, he was. But talking about Muda here, well, keep in mind, Muda and Funk were together with the same manager for one time, if you remember. Um, but during the time of WCW, they were managed by Gary Hart, if I'm not mistaken. Both him yeah, and Funk were. I was wondering. I watched some stuff on, like, I watched this old uh, thing on the network, like AWA or whatever, and yeah. Gary Hart was a pair of. Now, Gary Hart, he's no relation to Bret Hart, right? Right. Now, he was a different color than Bret Hart. One second, I'll be right back. Uh, sorry about that, Gerard. I had to step away there for a minute. Um, but we'll go ahead and uh, a great discussion here. And uh, you know what? You know what? You know what? The one that's out, the, the profile that's out, I was going to do on the ladies of WrestleMania 1, I'm still going to do that. But you know what? I think the next one I'll do is on Muda. I got to do it on Muda. Muda's got a great, bunch of great stuff. I think the next one I'll do is on Muda. He's got a bunch of. This right here would fill the whole show. So. And it'd be a great one to do. Uh, it would be. And I think I may do it tonight. I don't know. Who knows? But uh just a quick rundown here, Gerard, of the um of the stats for uh for for tonight, uh I mean for uh, all of our shows here at the radio network here this past week. Uh to see if we have any updates here. Uh uh outside the ropes, uh we still have one download for this week for, for that for it. 
If you can't listen to that one, Gerard, you'll, you will be kind of, it might kind of be a little bit of a tearjerker in the beginning. It, it, it was a real good uh, show in the first few minutes of it. When I, we Which show was? Outside the Ropes this past Wednesday. It was a, it oh, was right, when you played the music? Yes, for the 75th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. So, um, Power Hour still has one download under its credit. No, <clears throat> we're doing the show right now. But uh, a lot of these haven't updated, and I might put some of the stats, post some of the stats on our pages here once I get some better numbers. Uh, Wrestling Revisited, uh, one download there for this week. Uh, let's see, wrestling debate. Wrestling debate moved up a little bit there for this week. You are uh, wrestling debate. I actually is up to four for this for the week so far, uh, which is that's not bad. Uh, great number there. Uh, Raw radio, and of course JD is. Still, I think we heard, last I heard was still under the weather. I haven't talked to him since he left the air last night. Uh, while radio is up to five. Uh, let's see. Wolfpack. And we're just going by this week's list here, Gerard and ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, uh, Wolfpack is up to two downloads here so far. And Revolution had an impressive number when we did this last night, Gerard. Uh, and, I, and let's see if we've got a, a better number here. Uh, holy cow. Boy, numbers do fly. Uh, at Friday's, well, last night's show has not yet been recorded, but we're already up to 12 for the week for, Re- for Revolution. So it... Wow. It, 12, yeah, so it's... It's uh, it's kind of tied a couple we've had here over the past several weeks here. Uh, but of course, that last big number we had back around last month, we had 21 that whole week. Was we may hit that number again because I think what's the secret is that it's the prediction shows that's kind of helping that out. I think so. But all in all, it was a, a great week here. Uh, Gerard, do you have anything to add on that, Beth? No, I don't. Okay. On that note there, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to uh, thank you for joining us here. Of course, what was a really wild adventure here on number 32 of Power Hour here this afternoon. Uh, of course, our we did have a little uh, uh, mobile action uh, take place here, of course. But I also do want to thank uh, King and W.O.J.R. T. Smith for jumping on here. Uh, be sure, to, like I said, to join us here in the upcoming week for, of course, all the other shows here as well. Uh, start with Raw Radio, and we'll work our way down here from there. Uh, Gerard, if you care, sir, if you if you uh, please, uh, as of course in, in in traditional fashion here, uh, let's uh, let's go home and sleep. <laughs> there you go. No, it's like three o'clock, buddy. Let's go home and drink. All right, this has been another be episode, epic, epic episode of WCW US Power Hour. The people that took part in this episode, Chad the Boss, Inshaw, we had a pop-in by John, 
And last but not least, King of the GTS. Have a great afternoon. Have a great night. Have a great tomorrow. God bless. And see you in the ring. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.